Greetings, dear viewers, and welcome to live conversation on Alatra TV UK channel. Today, we are very excited to talk about creative society and how we can build it in shortest time possible. Creative Society is a unique global project that has been launched on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement, which unites people from all over the world in one common goal to create the world worthy for every human to live in. And millions of people around the world are already acting. And today we're going to find out how every one of us can contribute for building the creative society and achieve it in the shortest time possible. My name is Ala and my co-host for today is Vanhamukta. Hi Vanhamukta, nice to have you in our program as well. Could you please introduce our lovely guest? Thank you, thank you so much, Ella, and uh, we welcome uh, Mr. Sandeep Nath. So, hello, everyone, uh, dear friends. So, let's welcome our, in our program our esteemed guest, uh, Mr. Sandeep Nath. Uh, Sandeep is the founder of Renewalism. He, he founded and ran a successful strategy consulting company before heading to the Himalayas in search of purpose of life. That's so interesting. <laughs> An international Reiki master business Qigong guide, mindfulness coach, and author of two books. Sandeep is an expert on stress management and applying ancient oriental wisdom to modern business challenges. He is actively involved with the Professional Speakers Association of India. Welcome to our program, Sandeep, and your life journey is truly inspiring. So can you please <laughs> tell us, you know, what was that turning point that has changed your course of life? Thank you so much, Mother Mukta and Ala. It's such a delight to be here for this program. And what a beautiful question to start with. What was the turning point? Now, you know, this is a question that actually takes me back about 15, 16 years. And that was the time when I was running a consulting company and I was hugely stressed. And I was uh, doing what most entrepreneurs do, struggling with cash flow, struggling with relationships and, you know, getting uh, things to go global and very ambitious and all that sort of stuff. And that's when I had a realization that a lot of the things that we do, and when I say we, it's all of us in the corporate world. Mostly I got this from my clients, large multinational corporations. We seem to be creating more problems than we are solving. For example, the business process outsourcing firms where I was doing uh, internal and external marketing communications and culture building, they were hiring by hundreds of thousands, these very smart 20 year olds who were uh, doing clerical jobs against the biorhythm. In fact, clerical is a glorified thing. It was almost a robotic job. And I said, something's wrong with this. This is not where the next generation can be going. This is not the future of human consciousness. And that disturbed me so much that to find answers, I went to certain Vedic gurus who were around the city where I had my enterprise. And I started getting answers from them. And over the next five, six years, I grew to understand purpose consciousness and energy. And then I was directed to the Tibetan Lamas who are there in the Himalayas. So I was uh, out there and I handed my company over to the other directors. And I said, 
let me understand what drives us, what is the secret behind our energy. And since then, that was about 2010, for the last 10, 11 years, I've just been working with our energy and I've had the great fortune of learning from various other Oriental masters from China and Japan, and of course, uh, Tibet. And that's what today I have uh, started bringing to the world uh, by way of programs, workshops, and um, coaching. So my turnaround lay in that disturbance, which was taking me away from the corporate world. Wow, that's truly amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us because uh, it's just uh, showing you how passionate you are about what you're doing right now. And that is uh, also the corporate world is can bury you under stress. And it's good what you're doing now <laughs> to uplift people, you know, and taking them back to the life point again. So right now we would like to speak about unprecedented event, the unique global uh, conference that was held on the 20th of March this year, and it was called Creative Society, what the prophet dreamed of. And we would like to show that the short video that humanity can unite if we choose to do so. So let's watch this little short video about the review and feedback about this conference and how it's united all of us. Awesome. Amazing! Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so grateful to be part of this Creative Society program. Thank you guys. Let's keep doing this until we unite mankind. It was a humbling and exciting and inspiring experience to of us. We want this world to be a better place. We want to leave this world better than when we found it. We want... I'm honored and I'm flattered um, just getting to know the idea of this conference and just watching how diverse it was and you know, understanding that how God is love and how we can love each other equally. In total, I have heard, I've listened, and I've understood from the people around the world, the way people actually pour their heart out. And it was so phenomenal to see people from different religions but talking almost the same language. I'm totally inspired and motivated by what I received from the conference on the power of love and the role each one of us plays to build it. This is a very beautiful moment I'm sharing that all volunteers all across the globe, we want happiness, we want peaceful life, we want togetherness, we want a life where everyone should live in peace and truth, purified from false. People will be able to understand their religion truly, who washed it and accepted the truth. I think we will succeed in everything. I believe it. The importance of the Creative Society, as I understand it, is to implement all the good qualities of a person. Such freedom of spirit, such unification of people, such an example of what people who feel the need and strive for the freedom can do, feel the need for this unification, because they understand that these are such times that we simply have no other option. And besides, it is a need, the need of every heart. So as you see, Sandeep, we can unite and we can do it together. 
and we can overcome everything. And uh, yes, and I'd love to ask you my next question is how do you envisage creative society where for you, your loved one and everyone will be comfortable and happy to live in? So could you please share with us your image of this perfect world? It's a beautiful name to start with, Ella. Creative society. Now, we understand society because man is a social animal and we have always attempted to live in societies, form communities. But the word creative is key. You see, creative means that we have the capacity to design something from nothing. And that capacity is something that we have to renew in our lives because we have started depending so much on the outside world that somebody else is going to create for us and we're just going to sit and get. And so we become consumers, we become uh, just uh, dependent on uh, everybody else without realizing that there is power within us. Rediscovering that power is the power of creation. You see, take uh, we, we are currently in such extreme circumstances with the pandemic. And we are, because of our nature of habits, thinking that it is the doctors who will solve the problem. We, with our habits, can preempt the problem. We, with our habits, can create the circumstances, the causes and conditions that do not take us uh, into a situation where the virus would get us. So th that is an essential change in our thinking as humanity, which the creative society will create. And it's, creation is in each one of us. It's, that's the difference between a, a, a mechanic and a designer. A doctor is like a mechanic, he'll repair you, but a designer will create. And we are born designers. So that's what we've got to be doing. Wow, that's amazing. You have uh, given it a totally different uh, dimension. Uh, I love the that name. That was lovely. <laughs> that was lovely. I mean, even the word creative, you have uh, given a very different meaning. So thank you so much for that uh, lovely answer. So uh, Sandeep, you are also a keynote speaker uh, and a stress management coach. I think stress management is uh, a much needed thing uh, in our today's world where we are living. So in the current consumer format of society, people often strive to get you know, some status or uh, some significance, but uh, we all are not happy in such condition. So I wanted to ask you that how can we create friendly, harmonious and reliable relationship in societies and what are the values that should prevail in, uh, you know, creative society that you all are dreaming about? Beautiful. What a beautiful question. Yes, you're absolutely right, Bandamukta. I am on a crusade against stress. I believe that this crusade is uh, important because, and viewers, you might not know this, but Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's a noted American biologist, has researched this, and uh, I'm quoting him when I say it, that 75 to 90% of the reasons why we see a doctor are directly or indirectly related to stress. Think about it for a moment. About 75 to 90% of the time that you go to a doctor, you may not need to go if you just create the circumstances, the habits, that the lifestyle that prevents you from having stress. 
And I have had the good fortune of distilling ancient Oriental wisdom over the last 15 years. And that's what I bring to, to combat stress today. So you talked about values. I think the first value that we must uh, renew society with is the value of looking inside, depending on ourselves, our inner power. There is too much of dependence and too much of money and too much of technology that is going into outside stuff. You know, even the fact that we're having this conversation, it's so beautiful to be on TV, but uh, still be in my home. It's only because of technology, but we're using technology. We're not driving it to a point where technology starts using us, where we get so obsessive about things outside that we forget that we have answers inside. So very important value, which we had in the past in ancient times was that of looking inside. The Tao, the Vedas, they've all come in from something here. And if you just revisit them, or you have a talk by me, uh, you would start getting to understand how to scratch the surface. And what is it that we can all do by way of daily habits to, to renew ourselves and start Start with the inside. The second value is very, very important. And I'm so happy that you put it out in the announcement for this talk about peace and harmony is where does this peace and harmony come from? It comes from an alignment, an alignment of the body, mind, and spirit. So arriving at that alignment of this trinity, which we are all made of, is the second most important value. Valuing the body, valuing the mind, valuing the spirit, and understanding that harmony arises when this, this is in harmony. And how do you do that? Well, there are various things that we can do. Again, it's, it's not something that an app will do for you. It's not something that your neighbor will do for you. It's something that you will do for you. It's just you know how to be guided on that path. So that's, uh, that's very, very important, building that harmony. And it comes back to going back inside. Thank you so much for your answer about harmony and peace. And you're right, we are created society with so much stress around us. And it's in our hands now to create something awesome, something beautiful for all of us together to live in harmony and peace, to live in this society when it's everybody have full potential for self-development and everything. And it's just, um, it is our work right now. And this is our aim now because in creative society, it's... Uh, the human is the center of society. And this is why we're going to talk today about more about creative society and introduce to you, Sandeep, and to our viewers, the history, how the project have started, from what is this have started. And because now many people around the world, they're already acting and implementing those eight foundations in their life. And now we would like to show you a short video, video history about how it's all begun. Okay. There is a spiritual world, the primordial world, God. And there are those who are in Him, who are in His circle of life. Since ancient times, The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last 10 years by people around the world. 180 countries 
millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities, talk about the society in which they want to live in. And this is a creative society. Based on the answers of the people from around the world, eight foundations of creative society were established. A society where all people can live in happiness, peace, and prosperity. This is that very society that our prophets bequeath to us. All prophets talk about the value of life, freedom, honesty, common human values, equality before God, mutual respect, and unification of people about love for each other. They talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create. The prophets said, there will be a time when we're able to build a creative society. We are honored to live in the time which the prophets talked about. When everyone is chosen, Yes, everyone is chosen, and it's in our hands as we speak today. And we know that um, you have read the article about eight foundations and three stages for building the creative society. And for our viewers, you can just visit our website, alatreunites.com, and you can find full version of this article on our website. So also, I'd love to ask you, Sandy, because you're in the training sphere and you're working in this field and helping people. And so, first of all, I'd love would like to ask you what's your opinion about this article about these eight foundations and then later we can speak a little just briefly maybe you can something to share with us they're beautiful they're, they're beautiful they're essential uh please go over to anatra unites and uh, read uh, them for yourself because we're talking about very basic uh, uh things that we we have identified since ancient times but We've forgotten about in designing modern businesses and lifestyle. We've forgotten about human freedom. We've forgotten about human security, or maybe we, if we've not forgotten, we have uh, given it a different meaning, which is uh, somehow tying us down rather than freeing us and somehow making us more insecure than secure. Somehow boxing us into certain personalities instead of having openness of developing personalities. So, you know, these are the kind of values which are, which are very, very important to revisit and uh, renew in the perspective of uh, how can we actually truly live them. And uh, all of us live them, not some, everybody. Everybody's chosen. I love that. Yes, thank you so much. And as you touch the topic of development of personality, and it is a one of the foundations of creative society, I'd love to ask you that question. Why do you think it is essential and vital for society that like, people are developed? So, what do you think? <laughs> you know, again, uh, you take me back to uh, a quote from an early mentor of mine many years ago, who said, uh, and I think he was quoting Mark Twain, but I always see his lips and eyes when I think of this, that formal education 
will earn you a living, but self-education will earn you a life. Uh -huh. So development <laughs> and, uh, you know, whether it is development of the mind, body, spirit, or it's development of personality, which is one of the same thing, it's all the same trinity. It lies in self-education. And uh, with an open mind, we've got to start understanding that the constructs that we might be getting in formal education might be what are limiting us. Our social conditioning, our educational uh, conditioning could be putting limiting beliefs into what's possible. And so uh, I'm the author of this book, Renewal. And uh, we, we talk about exploring homeschooling. And when I was uh, writing that, I found that people like Albert Einstein and Justin Bieber were homeschooled. So now in the pandemic, people are worrying about schooling and uh, interaction and all that. This is the best time to give it a shot. Nothing's gonna happen if you lose a year, but you will find that your children are evolving at a different level altogether. And if they can turn out like Albert Einstein, uh, I don't think you have any complaints about it, do you? <laughs> so personality development and self-development is, uh, is high on the agenda and uh, it's what's going to save us from limiting beliefs going forward. That was lovely. That was lovely, Sandeep. Even I'm a very big propagator of uh, how to come out of your limiting beliefs. So uh, doing a lot of techniques with my clients to that, you know, how you can break them. Because that is one thing that holds us yeah. back. And I think everybody should be able to come out of, out of your limit, limiting beliefs and have your own belief system. So that was really uh, amazing the way you explained it so well. Uh, so on this note, uh, we would like to play another video. Uh, so I would request our team to play that video, please. So yes, now we would like to show the video from the conference that was on 20th of March this year. And it starts with the Prophet Shremdov. It's another video about the unity of people. There is a spiritual world, the primordial world, God. And there are those who are in him, who are in his circle of life. Since ancient times, this truth has been designated by the sign of a circle with the dot inside. The three roads are our prophets, messengers of the spiritual world. These were supposed to be wide roads that would unite us around God. People were created to be close to God, to be alive. But what is happening now? have turned into withered bushes under which the whole humanity is scattered. 
and there is no one around God. We are at the tips of these brooms. We are scattered. We are like soap bubbles. We do not live. We are not near God because we serve the dead. But if God wanted us not to be with him, but under withered bushes, he would have created us as rubbish. God gave us a soul because he wanted us to be near him. That was a lovely video. I think it uh, sums up uh, where we started and where we are all heading uh, as humans. Uh, so, uh, Sandeepan, my next question uh, would be that, uh, you know, so uh, in your opinion, when all people in the world are united in one common goal, will it be possible for us to overcome all the misunderstandings that we have and build together the world worthy of a human to live in? Is it possible? What do you think? Absolutely, without doubt. Your video gives a clue that if we just retrace our steps, then we are united. And uh, people might think that that's easy to say, but how do you do it? So let's do it. You see, we are basically the same as humans. All we're looking for is, uh, since I uh, have heard it from the words of the Buddha, I would quote that, you know, that everybody wants to be away from suffering and everybody wants to be happy. Everything we do is either to get away from suffering or to get into what we think would make us happy, period. Now, if everybody is so commonly united with that objective, how difficult can it be? All we have to start doing is understanding with compassion that that's the other person's end goal also. And how can I play a role in getting that person to the same goal? And if I take him there, can I be going anywhere else? You know, if you and I are walking on a road to a garden, how will I suddenly land up in uh, a well? I won't. If I'm guiding you to the garden, I'll land in the garden too. It's just that we have insecurities, again, inside us. That's why the whole game is about working in our inner power. And that insecurity is what stresses us out. To remove stress from the roots, we have to have commonality of purpose. And driving people on that purpose with compassion, we can achieve miracles much faster than we imagine because we're all interdependent and we're all driving towards the same things. So unity is very much possible if we just break down certain barriers which are inside us and start focusing on a common objective of what make people happy. Thank you so much, Sandeep. And you're right, we can do everything together. And so my next question for you, because you have motivated and inspired so many people over the years from different social groups, ages, and they all have different stories of the life so my next question to you will be, what do you think unites all of us, regardless of nationality, religion, social status, age, color, you know, anything? What do we all have in common? 
we all have the desire to be happy in common the desire to be in harmony in common and uh, this is what gives us peace so getting into peace and harmony and staying happy is is the end game we may have different means to the ends but uh, if we just reexamine the means we're using and the means others are using and see where we can have common grounds we can all be united with the same construct and since uh, we are on the subject the whole concept of renewal and renewalism is about a set of habits 30 defined habits as uh, guru pranachandra who's the protagonist of the book says just the renewal of the planet is 30 habits away each one of us can adopt those 30 habits and we change ourselves our relationships around and the systems that we operate from which have stopped serving us somewhere and we were too busy to notice so it's all about what we can do at an individual level our habits and that gives us the happiness we seek lovely thank you so much for that um, one one another uh, beautiful summation uh, that you know uh, that you just said so uh, sandeep that uh, if we are uh, if we are aware that each one of us is a fundamental unit of society and that our personal choice is essential for the life of the whole society as you rightly said because we all are dependent on on each other in one way or the other so mm-hmm. then in your opinion what can everybody do today i think most of it you've already answered but uh, still i would like to ask you one another time that you know uh, what can we do today uh, to make our dream of creative society become a reality for every one of us right so let me give you two straight action points am i on the screen yeah action point 1 look up the creative society website and understand these eight foundations see how you relate with them second look up renewalism.com and read through it go get the book uh, your copy is absolutely free once you read through these two things and you understand that these habits are what are going to get you to those eight foundations in a way that they don't impinge on your current lifestyle and your current ways of thinking and being you will find the way to make the little changes that it takes to build that uh, that vision that we all somewhere in a deep hearts share so you can be part of that vision in fact the byline of this book right here is your unexpected role in saving the planet so it's your role and unless you understand this eight foundations of the society and the 30 habits of renewalism you really wouldn't know what do i do today but this is what you do today check both the sides out and then start taking steps thank you so much for this and it's beautiful advice that just to combine things first of all if it resonates with you this eight foundations and what you want in life and actually as a thing how to achieve it all as well which is quite good thank you so much for that and as you know sandeep we are using this and testing that fair of six handshakes and we invite people to our program so they can invite other people as well this how we met you thanks to sagar and i'd love to ask you that 
who you would like to invite for our next live broadcast? So what's very important today is our youth. And uh, we, we are only bearing this planet to give it over to them. So even if you know we do all these things that it takes to uh, build the foundations and internalize the habits, we would still need to make sure that the youth carry that forward and they get that vision. Now, I'm uh, very fortunate to be connected with uh, a, a person who runs an organization called the Global Youth Mental Health Association. And the gentleman's name is Jude Edei. He's based in Australia. And I think Jude would be a very good person to get this message out to the youth because uh, they are unnecessarily stressed and we're working together on their mental health. And uh, we are having, in fact, uh, in uh, end August, a global summit called uh, Stress Management Revolutions. It's a revolution, it happens every year. And this is the second edition. So I think I would recommend Jude to be on this program. Thank you so much. We are looking forward to receive his contacts and uh, maybe you can participate as a co-host and ask him question how he envisages creative society and take my place or the Hamukta place and that will be fun to do it together as well because this is important and you're right. It's all about our next generations and us as well but next generations, they, we need to leave some world worth to live in for them. So it started today, it started from us. And uh, I would like to remind our viewers, if anyone would like to join our beautiful project, please visit alatreunites.com website, where you can see Red Join Us button. And uh, so you can, all you need to do is just press on it, and then you will see choice of languages. And all you need is just to feel short and easy form. And Alatra International Public Mood Volunteers will be shortly contact with you. And just, we all looking forward for many people just to unite and stand up for society, stop be silent, because anyone can join this wonderful project and participate in any way she or he wants. No effort is too small, because the whole project is exactly the sum of the contributions of each individuals. And today, as we speak about this, this is one of the reasons, because right now, creative society and the informational stage is the first stage for achieve society we all want and deserve to live in. Thank you so much, Sandy, for such amazing conversation. It's uh, absolutely wonderful, inspiring and enriching one. And thank you for all the advices you have given us and our viewers as well. And uh, your journey of life is truly inspiring. So thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, before we end, I have one last question for Sandeep, uh, which is that, uh, Sandeep, we, uh, we have so many people watching us and uh, so many people will also watch us in future. So what would you like to say to our viewers who think that their voice may not be counted? Most of the time we don't say anything because we think, we think that our voice may not be counted. There's nobody to hear us. So mm. what would be your suggestion to uh, such people and to those who want to do something good, but they don't know where to start with it? So uh, if uh, you could uh, give some suggestions or advice to our viewers about this, it would really be great. Well, first of all, if you think that your voice is not going to be heard or is too small, that's a limiting belief. Everybody is the chosen one, as we just saw. And you are the chosen one. If you want an ecosystem 
in which the voice can go across, then why don't you connect with any of us? Uh, you could connect with me on renewalism.com and uh, form a renewal club around your circle. And we could get started with that. You could be part of the creative society and do great things because you saw the video, the global interconnects, so many languages, everybody speaking in their own language, they have a voice. And uh, that voice is coming across to the world through this network. Just connect with us and join the group. Wow, that was lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much for such a lovely, such a wonderful and such an insightful conversation. Even Thank we you. have, you know, learned so many things from uh, whatever you spoke today. It was a great pleasure talking to you, Sandeep. And uh, we wish to stay connected. And we wish you all the best for all your endeavors and whatever you've been doing. So keep spreading this positivity amongst people and all the best to you once again. Yes, thank, thank you so much. It was absolutely awesome. I would love to thank Vadamutra uh, for my beautiful host today and for helping me hosting this beautiful chat. And I'd love to thank our technical support and our viewers to watching this uh, program today. Because after all, we're one human family and our home is just this planet. It's our common home. And uh, we all have the same value of life. It's life itself. So let's unite together and build something we all deserve to live on. So thank you, everyone, and goodbye for now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. Dream of peace and love In pure united happy world